How's it going? It's good. Can you introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Lindsay C. Harris. Pronouns they, them, she, her. If you want to share a little bit about where you're from, who you are, like what are important, maybe some important roots and I, well, I often, you know, will start with my own identity as a mixed black, queer, non-binary femme. Those are all really important parts of who I am and how I move through the world. I moved around a lot as a child. Um, I was born in Southern California, lived in New Mexico. Really? Yeah, so. Yeah, I was wondering how the transition from the West Coast to East Coast was for you. When, when did you make it over here? Well, I went to college in upstate New York and then during that time was coming down to to New to Brooklyn mostly. And the apartment that I just moved out of was the the home I'd lived in the longest in my life. Yeah. Moving around a lot, like transition um, yeah. and a certain like, yeah, like nomadness is certainly a lot of my own upbringing. I never thought about it like this until recently, especially because, as y'all know, I'm brand new to recess. <laughs> First week, yeah. So, I don't know, I'm, I'm still figuring it out, but like feel it a little bit in my body, the fact that I had been so comfortable, mm. like constantly moving and constantly flowing and being always in like various spaces that I might might feel like an outsider to or um, and finding you know my place or home within that you know I guess we're getting really personal here but you know that's also part of what I'm excited to about this shift is is like personal growth I think we constantly are needing to find home and community and belonging and in, in whatever spaces that you know we we enter into in our lives uh, can you give us like a little bit of like a, how you got to recess, you know, if you, you know more background? Yes, so I'm currently co-director, um, working alongside with Sean. Yes! Yeah, Shout out Sean to yeah. doing new things. Um, and so Sean and I, you know, I've known each other for um, quite a few years um, with my work at Brooklyn Museum prior to this moment. And, um, and I've also known about um, recess and, and the various programs, especially assembly, you know, over over many years. And so, in this moment, obviously of of leadership transition and the possibility for um, you know someone new coming on to the co-director role, that felt yeah like a really exciting opportunity. Exciting for me personally, you know, taking a lot of my work at Brooklyn Museum and in other organizations, working mostly with. Young people, um, young people of color, mostly teens, so younger young people. Yeah, um, younger than us. Yeah. Than us. <laughs> so mostly, yeah, like the 14 to 19 age group. Yeah. Um, yeah, and working with young folks in, in a museum setting and art spaces, thinking about like art, the intersection of art and social justice yeah. and really what does it mean to to cultivate like freedom and self-expression and, and power and possibility within these structures um, that exist. So um, yeah, that's, that's a little bit of some of my own background. There's so many systems of oppression all around us in this world. And I think sure. obviously, um, yeah, recess is focused a lot on abolition and, and what does that look like and the and the role of art within that space. And I feel like that's something, yeah, that I've been 
excited that yeah that I've just been working with folks in different capacities to try to think about all the layers of, of oppression that we might also like put on ourselves too. For the people at home who don't quite know what a co-director is or like what a director of a program like this is, you know, namely myself, um, what's kind of your role here? You know, what, what do you plan to bring to assembly recess space? In hmm. terms of, you know, a, a co-director model, you know, nonprofits all have, you know, some type of hierarchy of needing some executive director, needing a board, you know, all that does is is basically ensure that the organization runs. Whether that's through vision, through fundraising, through, you know, thinking about like the the, the programming and the support, the you know, all of the things. Um, and so certainly Sean and Allison, you know, have been doing that. And obviously Allison is, you know, founding the organization. There's, there's a lot that they've built in terms of what. And so with me coming in, that'll be, you know, new some dynamic. things. Yeah, new yeah. dynamic, new things for me and Sean to figure mm -hmm. out with. Have you done like a co-directorship um, before yourself? Not an executive, not at this level. Mm -hmm. So this is like. <laughs> so you got used to sharing power yeah, too. Yeah, like. exactly. So this is definitely, you know, part of it is me being like, I don't know what, you know, like what's this, what's this role supposed to be, yeah. you know? When you only have one person making making really important decisions, those the the error margin yeah. of error is gonna be yeah. pretty mm -hmm. big, right? Like how can you infuse like care and equity and and intention. Yeah, and what you it, think is right. Yeah. yeah. It's all bias. We're all humans. We're all gonna bring yeah. you know whatever biases we might have, our own positionality. And when you bring more people into decision making, more people into power in that way, you're gonna make uh, better decisions that are gonna be reflective of of the folks that are impacted. But who are a couple of people you would like to you know, see more of, you know, work more with, you know, not only just staff mm. members, but cohorts, people talk to and just, you know, just know anybody specifically. I know you don't know anybody's name, so. Yeah, like I said, some of the staff, right, like Sean, you know, I've known for a while. Camilo, I've known for a while, really? you know, yeah. And Jackie also, Jackie and I worked together a really? long time ago. Yeah, it's also y'all, like it's the assembly folks that I'm like most eager to to know and, you know, not trying to come on too strong. Be yeah, like, yeah, hey, yeah. <laughs> tell me about yourself. Cool exactly, yeah. just be like, yo, what's up, you know? But yeah, just getting to know all of, um, yeah, all of you, all the peer leaders, all the fellows, all the folks that have been, you know, working with Recess, with Assembly over the last year or multiple years. I guess what brought you on that path and how do you feel like it applies to moving in spaces that are oriented around social justice and community and abolition? Like you know, it's interesting, like I went to grad school for a program called arts politics mm. and a lot of people were like what is that <laughs> like no. what does that mean and I think it was in that moment that I was able to like articulate the, the power of art which is that yeah like art is is inherently political right mm. it's inherently um I think it has the possibility to, to shift minds, to shift movements, to shift um, people, right? It's so, so, so powerful. And I think a lot of times other forms of communication just can't do it. I think art has so much power in terms of being able to, to 
change lives. I guess that's pretty <laughs> corny. But <laughs> no, and that was uh, a lot of times the corny things are kind of like the truest mm-hmm. things. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like we're we're all here, right? Because mm-hmm. we we believe in the power of art. Yeah, we power art, power love, and all that. It's like huge. art can like cut through the like narratives or like you know kind of fixed ways of seeing or thinking that we all hold in whatever whatever perspective we have. It can kind of like. Well, um, do you have any other questions? Uh, I think you guys will see it. Thank you. Like, just happy that you're here and the yeah. director. Yes. Yeah, I'm Thank excited you. to get to know you more. Yeah, I'm kind same. of new here myself, too, so yeah. I, I, I feel oh, like a nice. kinship. Um, oh, good. We, do you have any socials you would like to shout mm. out? Um, aside <laughs> from, like, the recess space, perhaps? Yeah, well, yeah, I guess there's recess. <laughs> Find me on recess. <laughs> um, my, yeah, my Instagram is at linzkathar. Website is lindsaycatherine.com. Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, this is a great interview. I really appreciate it. Yes, yeah, thank you. afternoon hi kevin hi wow hey 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 clay <laughs> the wow i'm saying you have some questions yeah kevin where are you from where am i from i'm originally from boston massachusetts um how does that affect your art right now i think it definitely um affects it a lot just in the sense of how much has grown since i got here when i first came here and i was um I was kind of trying to like make as much art as I could. So I was just making stuff. Being here, I kind of took the opportunity to like, kind of go to like the MoMA and kind of think more about art and kind of like do research more on artists. It's helped me find a more like intention with what I want to do. I think the biggest thing with intention is more so just trying to find like a style. Tell us kind of what kind of art you make. What's your passion? So uh, the kind of art that I work on is mainly photography. What I like to do with my photos is I kind of want to, I like when it's a surprise when I tell someone it's a photo. Cause then they're like, Wait, what do you mean by that? Like, uh, you could, like, I like taking photos that you can't tell it's really a photo. So, so I do, like, a lot of, like, post-processing, editing, and things like that. Yeah. 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 Like, my when I first started taking photos, well, one, I didn't like photos. Because I was kind of, like, uh, I took, like, a, ph- a photography class in high school. I had kind of some background with Photoshop. Because when I was little, in middle school, I wanted to make a YouTube channel. Yeah. So I learned how to like crack Photoshop and mm. like kind of like edit text and shit. And I like the fact that I could take like a photo that was just like a portrait of me in my bedroom and make it look like I was in like a studio or something. Yeah. The more and more I got into photography, the more and more I thought about, all right, how can I make this me? I don't want to take this photo because I feel like someone else could take this photo. I don't feel like mm. it's a photo is like unique yeah. to me. What kind of things do you like to take photos of? It honestly varies. It'll vary from like a photo of a person to like landscape photos. The more so as I've been here, it's more so shifted into like having more of a thought out idea. Are you using the other mediums? As I've progressed in, uh, in the past years with my art, and I think uh, Recess is definitely credited with <laughs> this kind of uh, discovery and experimentation is like, uh, one thing I didn't used to do, but I do now, is yeah. I kind of take the time to uh, print out the photos. Mm-hmm. And I'll try to either go over it with watercolors. Like I used watercolor one time during the studio sessions. I think you were there. But essentially painting here and working with paint, cause yeah. it was like, oh, I just paint here. Yeah. I don't really have anything to do. So I'll just play around with it. And like, 
I don't know, the act of painting to me was so like chill and therapeutic that I was mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, what if I just did this with the photos? Mm-hmm. So then uh, it's crazy because like on the mo- one of the most recent like photo sets I edited, my plan was, all right, I'm going to go over a watercolor and I didn't even use the watercolors. I just like, since I printed it out, I was kind of wetting the ink that was already on the payment mm-hmm. the paper and I was kind of like manipulating the colors in a yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. Nice, and nice. I think like it's even allowed me to discover a uh, kind of like play with other mediums because like for yeah. me, video is also another thing I've thought about. Mm. But I did have like this one shoot I did a couple months back and then I, I already knew I was going to go on with the intention of like I was going to paint over this. When I painted over it, um, I didn't really know what I was going to do. So I only painted I only printed out a couple photos. And so I painted over those photos here. And then when I went back and scanned them in, I was kind of like, you know, I kind of really like how these photos kind of look. So I was like, you know, what? I'm going to try to make like a GIF out of them. And I ended up making a video. Oh, shit. Yeah, because I had like a song in mind that uh, I, I was listening to and it kind of evoked a feeling. And yeah. I wanted to recapture that feeling mm-hmm. through the photos. But I made like a little animation of like the model like walking through and the song plays in the background. Mm-hmm. The watercolors had like a really like misty kind of feel to it probably go back every now and then and look at that video and i feel just, proud just, yeah just i just feel proud yeah Hell yeah have you ever thought to make like different collages i definitely thought about collages the thing is it's like different when i think about different things i want to experiment i like every idea isn't necessarily original mm, so originality is a big thing yeah. in, in your art and messaging so. i feel like yeah i feel like not even just necessarily originality i just want to be able to be like all right you look at this and it's like all right he made that yeah yeah how do you incorporate that into outside of your artistic practices? I really, honestly, like I think with certain things outside of art, I kind of just really like to think about what I like, especially with buying like clothes or going to get clothes. Like I'm not just going to get like what's popular right now. I think about like what I really want to wear, like mm-hmm. is this comfortable as to what I want to wear and does this like fit me into like how I feel about myself as a person. Um, how long have you been at recess? I've been here at recess that long. I believe it is going to be a year soon. The peer leadership started around November, December. Mm-hmm. That was when I started the peer leadership. Mm-hmm. But that little like brief period prior, I believe, started in October, right? No, is it any, you know, even if you're not doing fellowship, is it like a big project that yeah. you work on? These things, they kind of take a while for me to really kind of think it out. I'm a very like spontaneous kind of guy. Yeah. My old process like back in Boston was literally like, I have nothing to do right now. So I'm gonna just go sit at my computer. I know I took some photos. So we're just gonna look at them and see what I could do. So it's like, there was a lot of spontaneity, spontaneous like pictures and things like that that would pop up. As I continued making more and more, I kind of noticed certain things that came up like consistently. And I kind of try to expand on that, but I'm also like trying to figure out ways as to how I can make it evolve. So like adding things like storytelling or doing like a project and things like that. The thing is like, I don't know, sometimes I kind of like, I have an idea and I kind of forget. It happens to me all the time. Is there anyone you'd rather, you would like to tap in with, you know, maybe get a little bit deep into their art, their personality, you might get to know? You see, I'm always thinking about that, but then I'm always like kind of thinking as to like how it would work. So I kind of have like a very like, I know I want to do the collaboration aspect. I just don't know how I want to go about it. Ari does a lot of photography too. You mm-hmm. talking with her. Uh, Tassie, Starling, I, I know he I know I talked to Baruch about mm-hmm. him modeling. I think Baruch looks good as a model too. Yeah. And he also takes photos. Um, what do you want? At the end of the day, I really just want the freedom to create. 
Because mm. I feel like for me, I need a lot of patience and kind of like think things through. Mm. Or just be able to have the opportunity to be able to make something in the moment. Because it'll be like a lot of times, like the, the when I think of things, yeah. it'll be in moments where I'm not really like in the position to go act on it. Like I'll yeah. be at work or something right. like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <gasps> Is there something you'd like to tell, you know, a message, you know, that you're kind of trying to convey with your art or with your life in general? Just to you and what you have, what you have available. Because I feel like when, uh, when I talk to a lot of people and I'm trying to take photos and they're talking about cameras or they're thinking about like, oh, I want to get into like photography and I'm thinking about buying a camera. Like mm-hmm. I literally started taking photos just with like my iPhone. Another thing that also played into me getting into photography was like me and my friends would uh, take pictures of our outfits. Mm-hmm. And my friend had a, a camera. He had like an actual professional camera because mm-hmm. his mom took ca- uh, classes, but he wouldn't let me use it because he was like, oh, I don't want to break it. It's my mom. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. Well, yeah, I'll use my phone then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. iPhone's being real nice to it. Yeah, for real. Well, we're gonna wrap up. So can you can you tell us tell the people where they can find you at? K V N, and then my last the initial my last name H, and then just dot JPG. You know, this is a fun ass interview. Yeah, I appreciate you coming. No problem. Any last questions for Thanks, Kevin. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. this time okay <laughs> so again all right so your name is wow you yeah. are from brooklyn mm-hmm. and what did you say your artistic practices were i started with existing existing and i don't know whatever i can get my hands on really mm. done a lot of watercoloring i'm trying to learn how to make acrylics in that way Okay. I really like textured things, so incorporating fabric and different things in my canvases is something that I do. I write a lot, too. You write a lot? Poetry, stories? Poetry, stories, Mm. thoughts. Um, Yeah. And wow, I've noticed that you (laughs) are in a quartet group. You've noticed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Happy upon that information. <laughs> well, no. Well, we. Uh, well, no, we, we, we know. You were there for the hatching of the idea. Yeah. Um, it was my, the project that I showed everyone at the end of Glenn's cohort. Oh, that was like the birth of. I thought you were like had been doing it for like years. No, no. We started like, I thought of it while, Glenn's cohort was happening, and uh-huh. just by the end of it, like I had. And how long have you been singing for? Like, I'm 22 now. Maybe since I was like seven. Seven? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> what, did you ever, did you grow up in like a, a church family? Did you sing in choir? Or, I uh, sang in a lot of choirs okay. outside of church before I started singing in churches. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I, I get a sense there's like a, like a, classical or like there, there's definitely some trained <laughs> you know vocals in there yeah sure. what would you say is like your main passion you know like um taking care of myself <laughs> okay, okay, okay. i yeah that's, that's do you believe there's like uh an art in taking care of oneself yeah definitely um i feel like it's a matter of how we practice it and like the ways that we put it into little things that we do for ourselves. 
and just also making art for me at least is a part of taking care of myself and just like decorating and creating things so who are some of the artists that inspire you this person jatem who mm. runs black art services that's french it's like on and off um art handling place that um i've worked for a couple mm. of times um and they've like a place that I helped them out at was um, Black Wall Street, the gallery. And like places like that, that I've worked for, I don't really see the names of some of the artists that I'll see their art like all the time for a little period of time. Or there was also this like studio space around here that I was the custodian for, for a little bit. Wow. And I would just see people's art like weekly and it would be the same people for a while, but mm. I don't know their names. Like I've seen like a couple of their faces and some of their stuff was really like impactful for me then. Let's start with, um, how long have you been here? Been at recess, been in the space? Um, I got here around August of last year mm -hmm. and I, docented for a while um just to see the space also i'm trying to remember francesca was the artist at the time in the mm. session space and i got to help with their um domino situation which was cool i'm trying to remember stuff that i did but i can't <laughs> um but yeah i did that and then i worked the door a couple of times and after i think september like they took the august break and yeah. then September, I started my co. Um, is there anybody within the space you kind of want to talk to more? You know, kind of get to know more? Hmm. I guess you guys, honestly, you two seem like respectable people. I mean, we try um, sometimes. And I Thank feel you. like I'm, I'm not sure if y'all are like men identifying, whatever that means, but I feel like recess has brought me to a lot of men. I do not know any men in my life, honestly. Um, you know, there's a fellowship coming up and we're gonna have like a track to kind of, you know, focus on ourselves. Is there any, is there a project that you're kind of thinking about, you know, something long-term, maybe a year project you do during the fellowship? Um, my projects that I've pitched um, were clear, queer inclusivity workshops. Mm. I feel like that's something that would be helpful in like onboarding for people here okay. um and i've noticed that people take interest in like braiding so i'm wondering about doing braiding workshop like hair braiding yeah i hair need braiding to learn how workshop. to do that because i know so you do your own hair right? it will be a trick though yeah. because i'm thinking <laughs> that we'll have the hair braiding workshop but i'll be like so this is also the queer inclusivity workshop. Wrap uh, uh, <laughs> them up when yeah, you go. Yeah, and we'll just learn about queer like loving and uplifting while we learn how to braid because that's also a part of the lesson. What's something you want to um, kind of teach about you know uh, loving in the queer community and you know being an ally or even just being in the community trying to make the safe even space even safer, you know, hmm. more conducive to thriving. Honestly, just like making space for people as people feel like there is a wall like a semi-wall between the queer community here and the non so queer like knowledgeable community mm -hmm. and it feels more like um like my concern came from 
the community guidelines saying that like transphobia is like not allowed here but then we don't like have any way to teach people like what it is and Mm. um and how it manifests in today and i feel like that's just good information to have as people who often like will tell queer people that they're the first queer people that they've really gotten to know and it's like yeah i get that and i appreciate that I get to be like that person for some people, but it's also like some things I would like to be shared, you know, prior yeah. bef- prior to becoming intimate. Because a lot of times you hear something about like, oh, about, um, what's the term? Um, kind of getting rid of kind of gender altogether, you know, the concept of, you know, man, woman. A while ago, I saw this person say that um, in order to like, really uplift trans people is to um leave the binary behind including like trans like binary transness which i like don't relate to so i don't feel like i can really like take an opinion on that Mm -hmm. but i do feel like at least for me in coming out and like coming out in my own brain also Mm. um i do feel a lot better sans like concept of man and woman in myself and in like interacting with people and like trying to just be myself more um do you do you we got kind of wrap up but i kind of wonder do you find yourself um doing any you know social activism is with your art you know is there like a message you're kind of trying to you know tell people my existence is my social activism at this point I i try to work with um other like like groups of people um as much as they come into my like flow of things Mm. but just with like what i have going on right now like not really searching for like more ways to spend my time to like do you do you like the universe do i like the universe i don't know man i like parts of the universe Uh, totally there's parts of the universe that i fuck with so so heavy but the universe is a comedian and i don't even know how much i fuck with comedians (laughs) i was gonna ask the top five comedians last question how do you think we can be better as a society yeah last question (laughs) like like or or just just with the topic right now or like Um, what what are what are some things that you could just think of um protect trans kids protect trans kids get Mm. your trans friends home safe make Mm. sure they get home safe just ask like Mm. if anything um make sure they eat uh do you want to shout your socials real quick tell Um, me where to find you at i'm at wow life on earth 